Okay, kids, let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Hello, what have we here? Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking. Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. What up, what up? Yeah. Commander, tell me about the leaves changing. <laughs> I was just saying, as we're getting closer to fall, that is when we got into X Wing Miniatures back in the day. Which kind of spurred me on to like a bunch of like miniatures and board games and everything. So I've been thinking about busting out the old X-Wing shit out of the basement. If it yeah, has collected in, so much dust that it might not even be there anymore. It's just disintegrated. The plastic's yeah. gone. <laughs> mine At this point, mine's in someone else's basement, I think. I don't know where it's at. You left it in Columbus, I think. It's gone. They flew away. All the ships flew All away. All this fucking hyperdrive, <laughs> dude. What about Good the day. ones that don't have hyperdrive? What are they doing? Just... Nothing. Just having it. Dude, so um, I'm deeply regretful that you weren't able to see Rogue One in IMAX. It makes me Believe sad. Me. Believe me. I'm sorry. Not that you haven't you know, seen it enough times. You watched it this yeah. morning. You watched it last week. You watched it last month. I did watch it this morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? No. I knew it. I well, I'm still... Skipping through the the old novelization here, all the words. Um, yeah, it's it's really really close. I mean, basically as close you as you can get to the film. So, um, like I, the episode three novelization, or no, what was it? Well, it was episode three, and then I think I also went through episode you read seven. seven. Yeah. yeah, well, three and seven, and they added sprinklings along the way and it was really nice this one's just like straight true which is nice it's an easy read you know yeah um but i don't know where i was going with that but yeah of course i'd love to see rogue one and because i think cinematically rogue one's gotta be the top star wars film it was astoundingly beautiful astounding and i've seen it but like it's astounding dude just yeah everything i don't Literally. It's, it's, every, it's literally everything. It was amazing. Um, Tarkin, dude, chef's kiss to ILM. He looks incredible. Yeah. Ted Pooley yeah. in the house. What a bitch. We're talking Whoa. about really bad Star Wars movies that don't have any good looks about them. Yeah. Rogue One is top tier. Thank you for saying that. <sighs> I think cinematically it has to be. Regard, like Story aside, I don't care what you thought of Tarkin's face or... The characters within the movie, cinematically, yes. it was just beautiful. Yes, it and it played off the suspense that was in front of it, and it just kind of lulled you in. And all of a sudden, you're in the middle of a fucking war, and you're like, "God, how did we even get here? Mm-hmm. This is crazy." Because because I felt like think think about it. I can't think. All of the Star Wars films always have that round table. We got the plans, and we're gonna do it. And and instead, we've that scene happened in Rogue One, but it was the rebels fighting amongst themselves. And I was yes. like, dude, this is what war is. They're like, it should we? Should we? Fucking well, unstable. I'm gonna, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just, the, yeah, exactly. The instability of the rebellion at that time is, is just, just perfect. It's just perfect. And you can see like their level of re- recruiting 
yeah. where they bring in gin and and then they're even like trying to mend stuff with um, saw and it's just like oh my god <sighs> it's got everything but back to the c- cinematography of it like the 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 um, introduction of the Death Star mm-hmm. was just and I know we've harped on that but the dish. my god but it's Star not just destroyed. the dish. We, we, it's it's the starter story, and then it zooms up into the into mm-hmm. the star and the Death Star, and you're like, you can uh, see all the lights on the bridge of the starter story. It almost looks like a city from far away, and then yeah. the shadow pans, and it's the actual starter story. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got like both Death Star blasts. I got like teary eyed, like when mm-hmm. they just show it from orbit, and there's just that giant like all those rings. It's just I've never seen anything that looks that good. But the other in level any of franchise. D- yeah, the other level of detail that, like, think of episode four. They shoot Alderaan and it immediately explodes. Right. And it, yeah, it's like just a Instead bunch of, like, shoot, sparks. Right. Instead, they shoot Scarif, and then it takes, like, 30 seconds for that shot to, like, recoil across the entire planet. Yeah, it's and like a land tsunami. Every, yeah. Yeah. I just, it was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And was I, awesome. I love the flow of the battlefield. We, we, I, you guys, I'm, I know we've talked about Rogue One the last like four episodes, but it, yeah, I would have loved to see it in, uh, IMAX. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Um, I'm just going to have to buy an actual IMAX theater now. You just have to buy a movie theater. Um, or just drive down here tomorrow and watch it and <sighs> go it. back. Do it. Do it though. Um, so go ahead. No, it was great. It was fucking great. Better than I remember. I think that is the best viewing I've had of the movie. I've seen it probably, I don't know, nine times. Nine times. Uh, but it was, it was it was awesome. It was awesome. It's getting teary-eyed at the end, the whole Vader scene and everything. Like, they just get the plans. They're escaping. Vader shows up. They crash into his fucking Star Destroyer. He doesn't give a damn. Boarding party. Slash, kill, crush. Steal your weapons. Deflect the blast at you with my hand. And then even Leia, I thought Leia looked good this time. Maybe I was just on... A high because I love the rest of the movie, but I was like, "Yeah, dude, that's Leia. I get it. It's fine." I wasn't um, yeah. wasn't like looking at all the pixels. You know what I mean? Right. Trying right. to well, analyze it, and she just says one oh. word. Yeah. So, and that's where, <clears throat> like, even the Luke Skywalker face stuff in Boba Fett, you're like, I uh, saying too much like if you're gonna go book yeah if you're going that far and i know that they limited the words that came out of his mouth because of the mouth movement which is very i'm sure it's extremely difficult but it also limits the character and what he can say and you're like come on like i get it he looks great but also i noticed that with tarkin like they were very particular about where he was placed and how they cut around it like yeah. you would see, like I would, he would start talking, and as soon as I started to focus on his mouth, they would cut to back to Krennic or whatever, mm-hmm. or it would be like Tarkin, like kind of like walking behind Krennic or something, so it yeah. would like block part of that. So very smart. Yeah, very I thought it looked. It. it was like just like just the perfect amount. Uh, it was great, man. If only saying <clears throat> it made it true or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, oh. but the other thing, it, it, yeah, thank you. The other thing about Tarkin is the actor. There wasn't a lot of facial expression, so they they had it a little easier because Luke's all over the place, mad, sad, happy, <laughs> just run, oh no! But like, Tarkin's just straight face. His eyebrows haven't moved for decades, so he's just like, yeah. get fucked. <laughs> no eyebrows. Move on. Get fucked. <laughs> uh, no, it was great. It was great. Um, I was trying to think. I felt like as I was coming um, driving back, there was one more thing I was going to exclaim about that I like was the, in love uh, with the IMAX viewing. Noticed. Yeah, 
No, I was just, you know, all around, just like, I was just gazing at it in disbelief that that, that it happened. Oh, th- this is what it was. I was thinking back. Is that the first time that we ever saw Bader's Castle? Yeah. So I was yeah. looking at that scene. I was like, we, you know, I've been, we've been sitting with it for six years. So I forgot. And then as Krennic's ship is rolling up, I was like, oh yeah, dude, we were sitting there and it's rebels and empire. And then all of a sudden we have a black lava castle on Mustafar. But so isn't awesome. that such, it's such poetry. Like we, it, you're right. It's war. Yeah. And Krennic is building a gun for the war. And then he feels out of place showing up to this Sith temple, which... He's got to go ask like, the wizard. Vi- like, not only visually is it out of place, because it's in this movie of just battles, and then you show up to a devil wizard's <laughs> house, and you're like, what? But so that means, like, not only does it feel kind of weird for us to be at this setting, like, Krennic's clearly not supposed to be here. Right. And that's what he he gets put in his place while he's there, which makes yeah. complete sense. So even the weird feeling, like... it. When I think of Rogue One, honestly, I do forget about that. I forget that we see Vader's yeah. castle. And then when you get there, you're like, Well, and oh. specifically that it was the first time we saw it, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Unless, like unless not, maybe comics? Not, I don't know. Yeah. Not only are we not supposed to be here, Krennic's not supposed to be here, and yeah. we're going to watch this play out. <laughs> yeah. So let's fucking do this. So no, Imagine it's, if yeah. like CEOs in real life did that. Like, you want to have a meeting with Zuckerberg? He lives in like a castle. In like yeah. Transylvania, like he bought go. Dracula's castle. You have to go. You gotta, you gotta go spelunking. He lives <laughs> under the crust of the earth. <laughs> no, there's no lights. It's candles only. Br- bring your own flashlight. The whole thing. Bring your own flashlight. Yeah. Bring your own vampire. <laughs> uh, nah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. And then they so they showed a, a clip from um, Cassian Andor beforehand. They showed uh, Diego Luna and the um, the executive producer chatting a little bit, just talking about the show and production and whatnot. And then they showed a clip <clears throat> with uh, Skarsgård, homie, yeah, and uh, Cassian, yep, chatting. Did they release that online? Yeah, I think so. I thought Kerner, I saw. I thought I saw like a scene on YouTube. I was wondering if that was it. Kerner shared it to our group. Yeah, he. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just like a thirty second chat back and forth, wasn't it? Yeah. And. Uh, well, this one was like it was a little longer. It was like six, seven minutes. Oh, really? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so cool. Maybe it was we nice. Just it wasn't. Of it. Yeah, and it wasn't like a battle scene, and it wasn't any like huge reveal. Like Sagarera didn't show up or anything like that. It was just their dialogue and him kind of trying to recruit uh, Cassie into the rebellion. So it was cool. And dude, it looks so good. Yeah, it looks it's so a, good. It's next level. It's next and, level good. And now that I've been watching the new Game of Thrones, it popped in my head. It's like this feels like Game of Thrones compared to. Boba Fett felt like, I don't like Arrow, like Green Arrow or, hey, or right. the Flash. Even if it was a little above that, it's just the, like, it felt like It's in that, that basket. It's, it's in, in the, the same, basket. Yeah. Where Cassian feels like it's on Game of Thrones territory. Yeah. Like, dude, it was just, yeah, well, this, just that this one kind of, fucking scene, man. Yeah. They got yeah. me, dude. They got to me. This kind of uh, segues into uh, kind of a point and a topic I was going to bring up. Um, you know, growing up, Star Wars movies weren't the thing to actually pull me into Star Wars. Let me explain that. Like, like I had seen a couple of the movies. Pre-episode was like, one or post? Uh, pre. Pre-episode one. Yeah. So, like, I had seen maybe episode five um, and watched it. I don't even, I unfortunately don't remember my first viewing of Star Wars. Maybe because it didn't blow me away. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember playing Star Wars Jedi Knight 
uh, or Dark Forces 2, Jedi Knight with Kyle Katarn. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing that really pulled me in. And I really started to learn more about the universe. So what I'm trying to say is the EU was actually what reeled me in. And then mm-hmm. I got, and then I started watching them more, more on the films. And of course, you know, the prequels started launching. Um, Shinobi. <laughs> Shinobi pops in. <laughs> I Googled too much yelling, clicked the link, and it brought me here. Um, but it's and I was trying to wrap my head around that like why was it the video game that pushed me in and (sighs) cause ain't no limits listen I'm gonna say some some questionable shit here dude outside of episode 4 outside of episode 4 I would argue most of the other Star Wars films were not groundbreaking for the time now the one the one exception might be like an episode one because I do think the cinematography or the uh, CGI was ahead of its time, um, even though it's dated Dude. now. But you look you look at episode Ooh. one and, com- and you compare it to like Matrix. I don't, I, I don't know if I would say it's dated. No, it, and I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it, it that might be the exception where it, it is ahead of its time. Yeah. But I feel like episode four was groundbreaking. Like the story, everything, the yeah. the the sets, the scenes, everything was groundbreaking. And then of course, you know, it was copy and paste or or the, or so for episode five and six. People are pissed. It, I agree it, with you. Y- yeah. People are pissed. But and then episode one again might be the the uh, the exception. But yeah, two three was cop- kind of copy of paste of episode one, and then seven eight nine were great. Mm-hmm. But for the time, like you're living in the the middle of the Marvel stuff, you guys know. Right. So none of those were groundbreaking. I maybe that's why because Star Wars films are not groundbreaking. Like if you if you compare them, now Rogue One might be another exception because visually it is ridiculous mm-hmm. um but you know star star wars kind of lives in its own realm and people only compare star wars films to star wars films i like yeah. the prequels i like the sequels i like the ot and all yeah. the uh, yeah you know, so it's a, it's a weird thing um of uh matt saying attack of the clones was groundbreaking technologically speaking yeah but it didn't play out in front of us i don't know it, it yeah you might be right that gets shrouded by the rest of the movie, maybe. Yeah, it's definitely... If there's a black sheep in all of the Star Wars films, I feel like Attack of the Clones might be it. It's it's a it's a weird one. I feel like a lot of people would say Last Jedi. <laughs> Unfortunately. Or maybe yeah, but you Rise don't, of you don't think You don't mm-hmm. think uh, Last Jedi kind of fits in the sequel stuff? I don't know. I do. I just feel like half of the Star Wars fans would say that it is the black sheep well maybe i'm thinking more storyline because it's like you have all of the other eight star wars films at least the skywalker saga and then you have episode two which is like a a sleuthing noir movie that doesn't <laughs> fit with anything else and you're like what this, and Anakin this is all of a sudden 10 years older yeah yeah it's yeah. it's a it's a little weird but um yeah that's so that that was my thing you know when i when i when i think about groundbreaking movies maybe episode four jurassic park you know, you go down the line, even like a, the first Saw movie. I feel like, dude, they spent $20 <laughs> on that fucking movie and yeah. made hundreds of millions of dollars. That's fucking yeah. groundbreaking. Yeah. Well, um, it kind of depends on when on what when you see it, like when it hits you, right? We were talking about that last time is like the mood people are in, like the fandom or you personally, when you see a movie affects how you feel about it. But I mean, it could be groundbreaking if you see it when you're seven and all you've been watching is like fucking... 
Barney cartoons. and Sesame yeah. Street, and all of a sudden you see Empire, and you're just like, whoa. Dude. Well, maybe that's, and you you might be onto something because maybe that's why the video game pulled me in. Because I watched the OT, and I was like, yeah, that's that's fun, but this is 1997. We need to fucking catch up. Like this, right. that that feels 20 years old because it's 20 years old. You know, right, right, right. right. Um, so yeah, I I was just kind of thinking in my head today, and I was thinking, what was the first mm-hmm. Star Wars game that really grabbed me? And it was obviously that. Um, yeah. Why? Well, I, I mean, I said we said that about Kotor. Like, yeah, I that's had been the one in, I'd in like Star Wars, but that's the me. one. Yep, exactly. That's the one that was like, all right, dude, I'm getting magazines i'm getting books i'm checking stuff out of the library i'm going in and yeah. like just checking everything so yeah i feel you with the video games i think it just gives you a different uh perspective obviously if it's a good game that you're just in the world you're immersed and you can do whatever you want in the world um whereas obviously you're in the movie you're following the movie yeah well and it's even though kotor is linear you still get to make your own story which feels fun like that's that was the one downfall of fallen order Everybody ends up with the same yeah. character, just different lightsaber colors, and you're doing the same thing with the same people. You can't even choose your 100%. party. Like that's before venturing forth. Why gather a party if you're not gonna <laughs> fucking use them? And then the coolest chick that you pick up, twenty minutes later, the game's over, and you're like, "What the fuck just happened?" That was the the biggest bummer, I think. That is a, uh, a whole section of Star Wars I would love for them to expand upon. And if they have, I would love to find that content. I think is they the, are. The gonna... Witches of Dathomir stuff. Oh, I thought you were just going to say like um, Jedi running away from the Inquisitors. Jedi running is always good. We saw that in Kenobi. I was going to say they have. They are, they are doing that. Doing a lot of that. Jedi Survivor. Not until next year. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. That's the sequel to Fallen Order. Not until next year. So, we got a minute to wait. One minute later. <laughs> one year later. Yeah, man. Um, oh, I, think I will say one thing about Rogue One. Okay. As I was watching the space battle at the end, it kind of kind of gave me a little hankering to try Squadrons again. I feel like I never... I mean, I, we gave it a chance, played it for like a month, maybe six weeks, and then I just kind of like... I didn't get good enough fast enough to like want to play multiplayer. So I just kind of like dropped it. But I was it's... watching the space battle and all the fucking X-Wings and the squadron maneuvers and everything. I was just like, eh, I kind of want to re-download that shit and try it out. You know what would be really fun is if they created um, like, I don't want to call them test missions, just specific missions that you can get specific scores on. What I mean by that is like, You've got you've to kill this guy, go over there, save them. And if you're able to do all three of those, you get three stars. If you do two of those, you get two stars, one star. But if they had like hundreds of those and you could do, do co-op with it. Do you remember Spec Ops from Modern Warfare? No. Is that what it was? That's, dude, you're, that's exactly what you're describing. It was amazing. It was single or co-op. It would put you in a scenario. It was all AI, but they would put you in a scenario and you would do like normal hard veteran and like you had to pass all three to get all three stars and then go through. I think they had like 20 or 25 different missions. Yeah. But it was specific stuff. It's like, all right, now you're in this map and you have like four juggernauts that are trying to kill you. Yeah. Or now you have to like, you know, uh, take down this helicopter or whatever. So they would set it up with like specific scenarios. I think it's great. Yeah, that would be good, dude. Dude, and especially like, for squadrons. Like you could go in with yeah. four ships and if you're by yourself, you got three AI with you. Like that's right. fine. But then you could do co-op and, and your buddy could play as the X-Wing next to you and it's like, let's fucking do this. Did they do end up doing co-op on um, 
I thought Star it was Wars all multiplayer. Squadron co-op. I can't. I could be wrong. How long ago did this? There is no two-player co-op. You can only play online through multiplayer modes. All right, never mind. Whatever happened to the death of co-op? What happened to co-op? I've been watching. Um, I mean, not like a lot. I just it occasionally pops up on YouTube, but just people complaining about uh, Halo Infinite, and they always go back to like Halo Two, basically broke everything, and you know launched Xbox Live because of the multiplayer. But don't forget about co-op. Don't forget about co-op from Co-ops. Halo One. <clears throat> and I feel like over time, as like the live service stuff has gotten more popular, like no one just does co-op anymore. It's the craziest thing ever. It's it's. To do online co-op is one of the greatest things of all time. Yeah. Like, Kerner and I went back and played old Resident Evil games together yeah. that I had just beat. And I was like, no, it'd be fun to have him, like, run around with me. So let's mm-hmm. fucking do it. And it was it was fucking fantastic. What would you and I do on the original Xbox? We would play Halo 2 over and over again because we and were over, able to do co-op. And over and over and over. And, and over, it's like, yeah. I've already beat this game, but let's fucking do it together. Like, come on. Well, I'm looking forward to Overwatch 2 for that reason because they're gonna have the um, <clears throat> they're gonna have the co-op modes, kind of like um, swarm based, like Mass Effect multiplayer, mm-hmm. like in that vein. So that's gonna be like close enough. When you get sick of getting uh, teabagged in multiplayer, you can just go over to PVE. <laughs> I tell you what, and that, that game's has, like competitive as shit too. So like sometimes you need a break from that. Teabagging has its purpose and it serves its purpose on me every fucking time because I get fucking <laughs> livid. <laughs> I'm like, but the best you- thing is when you get teabagged and then you make a fucking killer play against that dude and then you get to return the teabag. Yeah, That's that one is one of the best feelings. Well, I uh, I forget what I was playing recently. Someone teabagged me and then the next time I killed them and instead of teabagging, I just sat on their fucking <laughs> face. <laughs> I, I'm not That's even... That's the move. Yep. That's yep. the move. That's awesome. Oh, man. I, uh, I'm just plugging through Elden Ring still. Uh, I'm actually just exploring. So I'm just exploring. I'm not even like pushing the map. I got to a point where I was like, I shouldn't even be here. Mm-hmm. Like I got watched. I was having trouble with the. I uh, even be. I no joke. I went into a. a it wasn't a cave. I, I took a fucking elevator down, and then it was the chariots. And I was oh like, Oh my god! Dude. And I was I was way up, like as high as far north as you can go, and I was dying and dying and dying. And I got to a certain point, and I was like, "Look, I've been right here at this position several times, and I've gone in all the directions that you can go, and I can't go anywhere. I die every time." So I watched this guy do it, mm-hmm. and he the chariot ran him over three times, and he just kept going. And I was like, "Dude, the chariot one shots me every yeah. fucking time." Yeah. So what do you what? I found those caves at like towards the end of my game and there was still maybe I survived if I got hit once and got out of the way. But dude, those things are insane. Yeah. I and I'm not I'm it not a heavy out. build. I'm a I'm a medium build, so I should be I mean, I guess that doesn't matter your running, but Yeah. Uh, if you have light armor, I think you run faster. Yeah. I, I went naked, back. Bro. That's why I went back to Stormvale and just started poking around and I found a door that was locked. I was like, how do you how do you unlock this door? And that's where I ended up fighting that fucking Crimson Death Machine. So Dude, those guys are sweet. I accidentally I'm no I probably fell a quarter mile. I was like, I fell and fell and fell, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> I play this game a quarter mile at a time. I yeah, I got I got blown off the side of this 
castle and I, I was like, fuck, I'm done. And I landed and I still had health. I was like, what? Now you're in a secret area. Yep. That's I was how to do it. I was in a secret area. Well, I'll have to go back and, and hunt that guy. I haven't played in like two weeks. I got sidetracked with Civilization. And I've also been busy, so I just haven't been playing as much. But I did, I do dig that new character that I made. So we will have to uh, rendezvous. Absolutely. Um, Potentially this weekend. We I, found, I found something that'll piss us off here. I'm already pissed, dude. Rogue One's over. I had to see the credits. Now I'm pissed. Oh, I got so you I a think, poster. I think we... What's that? I got you a poster. Hell yeah. If you're, not, if you're not watching the YouTube, they gave out posters and or posters at the Rogue One thing. Let's get pissed even more. Why are they copying pasting the fucking posters? All posters look like this, my guy. No, they don't. Pretty much all of them do. They all are trash then. Oh, man, this poster is printed on paper. It's fucking trash. Dude, there's so much you can do with a poster, and they've been doing the same thing over oh, and give over me, and Well, over. give me an example. Let's talk about this. Let's rant about it real quick. Give me an example. So here, I'm going to look up the Cassian Andor poster. <sighs> if you're not uh, watching this, go to the YouTube and watch it, or just go to Google and check the shit out. So here's the one that we got at IMAX. And then this is... It looks almost the same but it's all dark oh and they rearrange the order of the characters a little bit so what please tell me well this is a therapy session what triggered you about this poster it's the same where exact, did the poster touch you it's the same exact poster as all the other Star Wars films main character all the and sprinkles down into the other characters why can't we just get something cool <laughs> that's a legit question the most hyped Disney show, the fucking greatest Star Wars content you've seen in a long time, and you're just like, "Why can't we get something good?" Let me let me tell you something. If Rogue One had a poster and it was literally just a horizon with the Death Star starting to peak, I would buy three hundred of those. Well, they did. Remember these? They did like I think it was perfect specific things. But fucking yeah, I perfect. agree. I agree. Get artsy with it, man. We don't need to see the whole character lineup. Hey, that's my point. Get artsy with it. Be creative. That is fucking badass. That's that one is one of the beautiful. coolest things I've ever seen. They also had this one. That's, I mean, along the same lines. It's different, though. Yeah. Um, I, I So I see what you're saying. Like, if you look at episodes 7, 8, 9 together. 7, 8, 9 and Cassian or Andor, they're all the same poster. They're just flip, flip the people in and out. Oh, Google knows I'm looking for posters now. What? Why, is, Why there is there nakedness? Yeah, click We're on those. Get kicked off. <laughs> kicked off. Yeah, see, it's the same. It's it's like the same formula. It's like main characters are big, and then everyone's surrounding them. And then right? yeah, trickle down to the. That one's a little artsy because you have the the dark side and the light side. God, I already forgot about Star Killer Base. <laughs> Do you remember? Um, <laughs> why is it trying to show me naked Jennifer Aniston posters? I mean, I literally typed Last Jedi poster. What, how how much are they? Twelve dollars. <laughs> it's twelve ninety nine, I guess. Oh, I, I'm looking at it right now. I just print it out. Do you remember this one? We got a celebration. See God. that a poster. See that's a fucking poster. But then for the theatrical release, we got around to. Yeah. Then well, we that's got the Chinese the, one, but yeah. we got to this. I wonder if there is some type of formula that, like, in theater posters, they have to be like that, so it like spoon feeds sure. the people or something. I don't. know. I'm sure they do. However, they did have a Wakanda Forever poster at the theater. And for right now, until they do like 
a second trailer, it just looks like. Oh, well, it wasn't this one, but this one's fucking sweet. Where it's just the, the helmet or the mask. Like Batman. It does look like Batman. That's awesome. No, it was uh, it was this, but in like long format. But in go. long. In long format. Long form. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know. You're a little extra pissed, I think, but I don't disagree with you. Oh, Phantom, Phantom Finn says the, the best Rogue One poster was the rebel helmet laying in the surf. That's See? But that says so much. It's The so fact that you remember cool. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about this one. Bring it up. Sharing screen. Yeah, dude. Because everyone dies. With the Empire in the back. They got the plans, but that's the last thing that's left on the thing is the, just the helmet. I'm not going to lie. The, uh, the rebel symbol as like the shadow is kind of cringy, but I love the, everything else about it. Everything else is... Mm. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I can see why you think that. It's a little too much because you have the rebel insignia on the helmet. Like, come on. Oh, dude, this is sweet. Yeah. Full metal jacket. That's cool. See, see sometimes when you hire artists to do the art instead of marketing people to do the art, some shit happens. You might say they do have to make money at some point, though. But that's... Guys, how do you make... Look at the K2. How simple that is, man. I don't know. I remember these promo ones. Dude, yeah, I never noticed those. the Death Star plans on K2's face. Holy yeah, shit. Dude. I've never noticed that. I can't remember. Those are like limited run posters, but yeah, yeah. Man. Um, I guess I know what you... Oh. Dude. I just went I wow. (laughs) That's awesome. Awesome. That's almost it. Like you have We'll see, uh, and then now here's a fan made one that's more like a regular ass one. And I'm just like, "Eh, I don't care about that. There's too much going on, man. Yeah. That's 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 the that's yeah. (laughs) We're right on the edge there with that one. Um Yeah, I don't know, man. It'd be cool if they did, you know, like when McDonald's did the big um, toy things for Happy Meals and it would always be random. Yeah. It'd be cool if like they had made 20 different versions of the movie poster and like sent them out at random to all the theaters. So like every theater you go to has a, a different one. It'd be a great idea. You have to go, yeah, to all the different theaters. I, I did put my marketing resume into uh, Lucasfilm. But you said uh, sometimes they got to make money. Dude, if you had an artist create a fucking badass poster, everybody would want it. Yeah, but there's weird marketing things that like just psychologically work. I don't care about we, that. I know, you know we don't care about that, but they have to event, They have to get like a bulk of nope. human beings to give them money. Understand this, people. I understand nothing. You, Continue. I want to maybe maybe teach me. I don't know. It's what you're creating art. The mo- a movie is art. I don't care if you're trying to make money off the art. The movie is art. So when you well, have marketing people in charge of the art, whether it's the poster or whatever, and it's not going to be as good, and you're simply not going to sell as much. Now they've probably proven me wrong throughout, with especially with Marvel. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there is there's a fine line. Well, if you make the art too good, then you don't leave any room for like the Comic-Con artists to like fuck around. Oh so man, we're going to have to leave the art up to the amateurs. Artists. 
Honestly, I think almost every time I've gotten a poster from an artist versus the actual official movie one, I've liked it more. Turkey Sandwich said uh, he wants every time. he wants me to create a movie poster before next week's or he's going to riot. <laughs> I'll do something. Let's just cut out a bunch of our different faces from across the years. And I'm going to do this all together. I'm going to do a stick figure poster. And then, Dude, I haven't done stick figures in a long time. A lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It's therapy. That's what it is. <laughs> it is therapeutic. I will not lie about that. I go get a coloring book and start drawing. Some we could probably s- each other. We could probably sell sections of our art because there was so much there that you could be like, I got a quarter of one of the original, yeah, art pieces. Dude, how crazy was it that I watched American Psycho finally and his demented drawings at the end was like, <laughs> I was like, I've never seen this. But it's so close. It's so close. It's so to accurate. We- it's as if I watched the movie and like copied it. Like it's that. It's that close. It's so weird. Yeah. That plus like the super bad dick treasure chest. Like yeah. that's it's that's a mix what between the two. Like. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Uh, police are at my door. I think my it was. Camera just- it was hilarious <laughs> and it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. It's horrible. So, Hilarious and horrible. Yeah, keep those Just out of reach mix, of mix our, those our children yeah. as they grow up and don't see that. Jesus. It's not good. We're at the point where we have to censor ourselves now around the house. Did you... Um, I'm sure we brought this up years ago. Yeah. But did you ever hear about the Duel of the Fates um, script for episode nine that was originally launched? Um, is that what it was called? I remember we... That was Trevorrow. Trevorrow? A couple months after the movie came out, they released like concept art and they were talking about... Yeah. I don't know if it was necessarily like the script itself, but it was the like general like plot summary. So, no, it, it's... Uh, of like so the first version. It was like unofficially episode nine script has uh, supposed, supposedly leaked. Oh, really? Um, but this happened in 2020. So we're years behind, man. I'm on a uh, Esquire. Why did it pop up again in the news? I don't know. But let me let me just read this to you. This this is what we didn't get. This is what we could have got. 16 pages into the recently leaked script of Duel of the Fates, which may or may not be completely fake, an alien is executed by a lightsaber guillotine. 5 pages after that, Kylo Ren's face is violently mutilated by a surge of red lightning. His skin is later scalded with a mask made from burning hot Mandalorian iron. In the end, Ray's eyes are cauterized, and Hux, now a Chancellor of the First Order, commits what's uh, Sepuku? With a uh, he commits S E P P U K U. Uh, a ritual suicide. He he commits suicide with a uh, decorative lightsaber. Suicide. Dude, well, that's kind of the ending that I wish Hux had. Listen to what I just said. So I'm on board. Kylo's face gets violently mutilated, and then he basically, I don't even, like, forges his mask to his face, so it becomes, like, one mutilated iron mess. Like, that's fucking badass. And then Ray goes blind. Her eyes are cauterized. Like Kanan. And then Hux commits suicide. That would that's, have been way better. That's, him getting just that's shot. crazy. 
I'm the spy. That's that's, that's that second sentence right there. Five pages after that, Kylo Ren's face is violently mutilated by a surge of red lightning. So where's the red lightning coming from? Exactly. Snoke is back, baby. No, and that's no, because further on it says one big thing was Palpatine isn't back. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah, but so tell me what's worse for you. Getting to the third movie of a trilogy and discovering that there's this oh brand new overarching bad guy that's been behind the scenes the whole time. But that worse or is Palpatine worse? No, there's a third option that Kylo Ren is the he devil himself. That what I what in my head I thought. <laughs> fuck my face. Uh, in my head, he pulled a uh, a palpy where he went to kill Ray and Ray def- uh, deflected it. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's trying to get his uh, claws into a holocron and it backfired on dude, him or something. Dude, that would be badass. If he I tried told to you steal, they hire us, dude. He, if he tried to steal some knowledge from some old Palpatine holocron, and Pal- Palpy obviously yeah. has thought about booby everything, trapped. and booby trapped it, and it explodes, but it doesn't kill him. Yeah, but he still learns all the knowledge. Right. He just gets. Oh, it. sorry. You mean a wayfinder? He's looking for a wayfinder. No, no, no. The holocron. Um, yeah, I mean that sounds interesting. It's hard to know. Listen, it's hard to say like, oh yeah, like this this would have been way better until you actually see it filmed. Hux became but. chancellor of the First Order and ends up committing suicide. That's what I'm talking. That about. is what I'm talking about. <laughs> this feels, yeah, you know what I this mean, feels like, yeah, Tre- Mr. Trevorrow. This feels like Game of Thrones. Like they're just like, you know what, everybody except that ended horribly too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Brand's the king, dude. Why? That doesn't make sense to anybody. It doesn't even make sense to Bran. (laughs) Bran's like, wait, what? Me? John's back at the wall, even though the White Walkers are dead and the Wildings are now part of the realm. What's the point of the... (laughs) Cut the the trees down. It's it's to block the wind. It's kind of cool. Build igloos. Build. Build them. Um, No, that that does sound good. But like I said, it's hard to know until it actually gets put on screen if it would have been better or not. <laughs> this says, Star Wars has had heavy metal vibes before, but this script, whether it's real or not, <laughs> feels like it was found bubbling from the depths of hell. <laughs> this is like a death metal. Maybe that's why they they fired him. He was getting too dark on it. They said, all right, opening scene. You hear Black Dahlia murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's getting too raunchy. The Six other wasn't that dark, though. I was going to say, like, episode three is definitely darker. Episode nine ended up being darker, even though it's not that script. Right, it is dark. It did end up getting a little sinister. But episode six is not like that at all. The other weird thing, the round table scene in episode nine is very weird to me for the Imperials. Like so, when the, all the officers are... Yes, all the there. officers and Kylo, Kylo comes in. Oh, no. What does he... What does Huck say? Oh, you, you might your your mask looks great or whatever. Yeah, you're like you're supposed to be the bad guys. You're supposed to be the fucking bad guys. Like in episode four, they had the round table and they're talking shit, and one guy gets choked almost to death. Like that's what I'm talking about. And this he one throws a dude up in the ceiling, right? I think he chucks a dude up in the ceiling. Yeah, you you might be right. You can't do this. You can't do that. <sighs> yeah. Mis- yeah. It's just misplaced humor. Like the 
You can have humor in the Star Wars universe, clearly. That's what we hated about eight, right? What? Same thing. Oh. Uh, misplaced. Yeah, maybe. Too much slash misplaced. I don't know. There's a balance. It's really hard to it's it's not easy to do. Humor's a very weird thing to, to play with. So you just put K2SO in every movie. Yeah. There's just snarky that's all, that's all comments. You yeah. He's so good, dude. We should go He's blow so up the good. Death Star. Oh, that is a great idea. And walk away. Like what? Yeah, your chance of uh, fucking completing that <laughs> shit is three and a half. <laughs> it's three and a half out of none of it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. K2 is hilarious in the book as well. It's funny listening to him banter. He's just one of the best. I guess teary-eyed again when he died. I know this fucking steel contraption is going to die, but I'm going to cry about it every time. Yeah. It's hard, man. That's the ultimate. He made the ultimate sacrifice. He knew he was dying. That's the crazy thing. He's like, no, I'm going to save. You know, my programming says I got to save these people. So that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Too bad us humans don't have a little more programming. Huh? Yeah, it's too bad I don't die <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> Is that what we're... <laughs> gotta commit seppuku. More seppu- yeah, Sudoku. Seppuku. I gotta... Sudo- more Sudoku, please, from the good guys. <laughs> more Sudoku. That's what we need. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. Good shit. Good shit, man. Um, so you said you had something that was gonna piss us off? Was that it, the script? Yeah, that was it. Well, yeah, I'm kind of mad about it. God, man. Did you also see that uh, Shazam and Aquaman 2 have been pushed back? Woohoo. Shazam? Is there a Shazam 2? Yes. I still haven't seen the first one. It's not my fault. I didn't blame you for that. I blame the studio for that. I'm just kidding. I don't care. Um, Homeboy was on Rogan recently, actually. Uh, they didn't really talk about Shazam at all. <laughs> Who was on there? Um, the main dude, Zachary Levi. Oh, okay. But yeah, they didn't really talk about it at all. I was just like, oh, I remember him from uh, the poster of Shazam. Yeah, Fury of the Gods pushed to t- March 23. Gal Gadot returning as Wonder Woman in March 23. Hell or yeah. not March 23, just 23. Aquaman 2 heads to Christmas 20, a whole year pushed. Wow. Christmas 23. Wow. When is goddamn Black Adam coming around? God, that reminds me, I need to rewatch the latest Batman. I do too. Every time I open HBO to t- put something on, I see it and I'm just like, ah, it's three and a half hours. Yeah. Which is cool, but it's a chunk of time, man. It's a chunk of time. You know, when you're trying to just throw something on, putting the kids to bed it's a weeknight I can't sit down and watch all Batman at once that's the nice thing about like late 90s early thousands comedy movies like they're an hour and hour and a half and you can sometimes like an hour and like 15 yeah (laughs) yeah some of them are really short and you like super troopers or something like you just throw it on and watch them like do fart jokes and you're like this is fine this is what I wanted for exactly Uh, Black Adam is October okay so it's coming up Coming around the band, dude. Speaking of things coming around the bend, or have already arrived around the goddamn pike. Coming around the band. Have you watched any of She-Hulk or of the new Game of Thrones? I have watched none of She-Hulk. I have seen the first episode of Game of Thrones. Nice. That was one of the most brutal things I have ever yes. seen in yes. my entire life. Yep. Which Especially makes it which makes it great. Yeah. 
Yeah, dude. There's not too. There's not too much you can put on screen anymore that makes you f- feel that way. Like s- extremely uncomfortable. Extremely <laughs> uncomfortable, and it was like no. As we soon as he it, walked up, if you haven't seen it, but yeah, yeah, no spoilers. Or we could do here. Like here's your spoiler warning. What? So, well, when she gets if. cut from lips to lips, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, dude, that was uh, uh, that was hard to watch. That was that that was probably top five easily hardest things that I've ever had to watch. I was like, yeah, you gotta be kidding me. They're not gonna do what I think they're gonna do. Yeah, dude, it was it was not. And then they just but, go at it. They don't like pan away. They're like, no, watch this shit. You're like, no. Fucking middle ages. This is what they did. Yep, hold her down. Ugh. So, what do you think in general? House of the Dragon. It's a little. Uh, it's a little loose cannon e right now i don't it's great um of course we're dipping our toes into something that we know nothing about so and what i mean by that that well what i mean by that is the characters that are thrown in front of us they do a great job of throwing you in like these characters mm-hmm. have clearly already been set up. They're not going to hold your hand. This is what's happening now. Go. And like mm-hmm. you're, you're kind of thrown in. You're like, the uncle seems like a shithead. Oh, he kind of is. But he has a point. And you're like, okay, I kind of get that character. The king's kind of a big question mark. Like mm-hmm. I got very strong Stark vibes from him, Eddard. And then things went awry real quick. And I was like, oh, well, is yeah, he? he's kind of an idiot. Yeah, he's kind of an idiot. Which, <laughs> he's kind of which a fucking idiot. Eddard was kind of too. Um, he had a, he had a head on his shoulders, but Edard was he didn't know the world he lived in. Yeah, he was blind. He was blind. Thank you. I don't think he I was dumb, like, but he was blind. I feel like homeboy. It's like he knows the world he lives in, but he's just like ah, I just want to do this anyway. Yeah, exactly. He was more like <laughs> I, he was more like a Baratheon. What's his? He was just like ah, oh, this is yeah. my kingdom, whatever. Just sober, yeah, Baratheon, sober Baratheon. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was good. The biggest thing I was worried about, and I didn't really watch any prep for this. Um, that's kind of been my thing. I'm not really watching anything about Lord of the Rings, which comes out uh, yeah. uh, in two days. Yep. I'm not really like getting prepared for it. I'm just waiting until it drops. I'm just going to jump in. But I mentioned that I bought the Fire and Blood book last year and I started going in on it, but it's written like a history book, which is not a bad thing. But Fire and Blood is the first one? Fire and Blood is separate from the main saga. Oh. It's, it's, it's what this is based oh, okay. on. Okay. It's about Aegon's conquest when he comes over and then he starts this whole line of Targaryen kings. Yeah. But it's written it's written like in like a history anthology, which again is is not a bad thing, but when I'm reading from, I like I like Martin's writing so I can get in people's heads and I'm not really getting that like um character point of view and, and perspective and stuff in that one. So I put it down, but you know, this that's what this is based on. Story's cool. But I didn't prep, and I, I was worried that they were going to do too much, like too much of a prelude that was explaining everything for you. Mm-hmm. But they did just a little bit. This dude's king now. Here's you know, 15 years in the future, and they just drop you in, which is good. There was there's not too much like of a. It's not. How do I say it? How do I say that it's not too tied to the original Game of Thrones, even though it's clearly the it, same universe and everything. But it doesn't it feel different? It's it's. Like, like just different enough. But it's, yeah, it yeah. doesn't feel forced. Like if you really have yes. to pay attention and you hear Baratheon and then it kind of goes away and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. And you hear right. and you hear Stark and you're like, what? what? Who is that? What? Wait. But th- that's right. a nice thing. 
even when you do hear that, you're not like, okay, okay, that's that's this Stark who's this and that does this. And you're like, no, that's just a Stark at this point. Right. It's a different one. You don't yeah, know. About you don't it. know and it doesn't matter. But um, right. no, you're you're right. It, it feels new, but familiar. You know, I'm not even going to lie. My memory's so bad that when we when I walked into the first episode, I was like pointing at things like, should I recognize that? Should I recognize this? Like they're, the filming of this is focusing on this building so much is this uh king's landing like i kept looking Mm -hmm. i was like that's king king's landing right and it took me like a half hour later and they said king's landing i'm like thank you because i kept looking at it i was like i feel really dumb right now because i'm pretty sure that's (laughs) king's landing but no one said it so (laughs) yep i don't know um yeah so yeah like i said i was pleasantly surprised not i don't think it's like the best thing i've ever seen but you know, Game of Thrones was a... It's a slow build. I think, like, a slow build. Yeah. So, I'm willing to give it time. The only thing that... I don't even want to say I'm worried necessarily, but I did hear that it's going to time jump pretty regularly. Interesting. Okay. Like, I feel like Game of Thrones went pretty consistently over the course of, like, four or five years in the world. But this one's going to jump around. So, we're only what, apparently... We're, like, 175 years before? Yeah. I wonder yep. if they're gonna pull some shit where it's gonna if they time jump enough enough generations that we're gonna lead into Game of Thrones like into uh, Fire Nice. I certainly hope not. You know what I did? So I guess there was a split opinion on this. At least Tommy Boy said he didn't really like it, and I actually liked it. Was the fire and ice they kind of twisted and made into a king's mm. um, passed down knowledge or whatever king's um, prophecy? Yeah, prophecy. Yep. Man, I thought that was such a nice like. I thought it was a unique way to do that and not slap us in the face and be like, fire and ice. Like, it was like... George Martin wrote this yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was it was tastefully done. Uh, so I, I actually appreciated it. And I was... When that happened, I was like, oh my God, yes, that's so cool. I did. I liked I, it a lot. But I, I, I guess if you're, you know, Tommy Boy, you can be like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Don't pull a Tommy Boy. Is what we're saying. Yeah. Um, no, I, I could. Yeah, I could see where it might be a little bit of a stretch, but I dug it. I didn't cringe at all that whole um, episode. No, which is nice, honestly. And any, I won't talk about episode two yet. And anymore, you know, if you can start a series off and not cringe a single time, <laughs> you're starting off pretty well. Because normally, I definitely had some cringes in She-Hawk. I won't lie about it. Oh, really? I mean, that's not bad. Yeah, that just not bad. no. It just means it's bad. Yeah, you're right. But it's like a semi-comedy Marvel's Disney Plus show, TV 14. So, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. A couple cringes. No. Nothing nothing horrible. I will. I mean, I will. It's obvious. I don't know. I was going to say the ratings here for IMDb, but like, I don't want to go off of that. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not even going to. Game of Thrones Age of the Moltres is going to be so much better. I feel like, with the exception of Cassian Andor, which is coming out, I am very much in a fantasy mood. All of a sudden, House of the Dragon, Lord of the Rings coming out soon. I'm playing Elden Ring. I'm in the zone, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you said you texted me today. Turtles, Turtles is out. Yeah, the Cowabunga collection is out. I saw somebody post that on Reddit. I wonder. So is that that's available on all platforms, huh? That didn't help me at all. Check it out. Check it out. I was going to build that into some important thing to say, but I didn't. Oh, let's see. 
platforms, Switch, PS4 and 5, Xbox One, X and S, and PC. Yeah. The thing that has me so excited about this, and I would not normally spend $40 on a bunch of NES games, but <laughs> uh, it has multiplayer. What? Yeah, that's the thing I, I thought was really cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this up. Oh man. I'll probably just get it installed when I get home after this, but um yeah, it's got like what do we say, like twelve games and it's got multiplayer. And it's there's a new new game. Isn't there like Shredder's Revenge or something that's Shredder Nine? No. <laughs> Look at this homeboy with the blue pants. He's Shredded. like melted into the water. That's my favorite guy right now. <laughs> that's my favorite guy. He just doesn't <laughs> exist. He's just floating apparel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got thirteen games. Thirteen okay. games. Wow. Arcade, Turtles in Time, four, three, two, Tournament Fighters. Wait, why did it rank the same game differently on three different consoles? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. That's weird. So it's really nine, it's really 10 games. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, no, this does look cool. I'm all about it. That's one of, that's uh, speaking of classic video games, you know, I know we talked about like Jedi Knight. Um, the Turtles games, man. The side-scrolling Turtles games. The, like, Streets of Rage-style ones. My God. You, you can't get any more nostalgic outside of, like, Off-Road. Have you ever played Off-Road for NES? Um, is it the one that used to also be an arcade game? Yes. It's the one that's an overhead view of the track. It was so hard to yeah. fucking steer. So if you're going left, you've got to press up to go right. <laughs> or no... No, you, you've got to press right to go up. No, no. On the screen, it, it looks like you're supposed to go up. But you have to press right. You have to car. turn the car to the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's. I remember playing that at the... Even with the wheel at the arcade, it was so confusing. Yeah, yeah. It's a tough game. Horrible. I love it. Horrible. That's one of my... Oh, is that a forerunner on the front? Oh, dude, it might be. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> it's either that or it's the... Um, they had a... They had a pickup truck in the uh, in Europe mm. that was like indestructible. It might be that the Hilux Toyota Hilux. That's not it. I like this. That's awesome. Look at that's all Toyota. Chevy Chase with a thumbs up to the. <laughs> <laughs> this game is for nice, clean kids. <laughs> what? That's funny, dude. Yeah, I never played this on a console, only at the arcade, but I hated it all the time. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I enjoy that game. I, I played a lot of that. That and uh, <laughs> Excite Bike, um, a lot of that. I never played the original, but I had Excite Or Hogan's Alley uh, with the gun. Excite Bike 64 is what I had. And Wave Racer 64. Excite Bike 64. Wow. I don't think I ever. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. This the, yeah, dude. This was the fucking jam, man. <laughs> Only four. Back when I was watching Nitro Circus and went Travis Pastrana videos. And stuff. Well, no wonder I never played it. Only four N64. Man, those... You didn't have a, you didn't have a Nintendo those, 64, dude? I was so jealous of those exclusive games, man. Fucking loser, dude. Yeah, I was. I was one big one. You know, that's supposed to be like the determining factor in what console you get. Yeah. But Xbox, I got to really play my matter. Halo. Got to play... I, I, want, I want an Xbox. When's the last time you played Halo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how many how many games are exclusive anymore you got spider-man that's, for that's ps4 I mean, yeah. and halo for xbox that's about it well that's been playstation's big thing i think right it's like they got sony plays the spider-man yeah. stuff and the like that deep rain or dark rain or whatever the fuck it's called and all that shit i don't know i don't have playstation god of war 
What's the other one? God of War is for Xbox. The other only? Assassin's PlayStation one. Uh, so there are some bigger ones yet. than I thought. Forza is for uh, Xbox only. Oh, yeah, okay. that's right. Is it? This says Forza Motorsport. Is all Forza? I think so. Well, it's on PC because it's Windows, but yeah. yeah, that's a big one. I play a lot of Forza games, and not con- not Radical. consistently, but I I go and play Forza games every once in a while. Turkey Sandwich said, didn't Xbox buy a few, a few huge studios lately? They bought them all. I remember we talked about Activision a couple of weeks ago. Like fucking $60 billion. They're like, yeah, you, you take checks. <laughs> Activision Blizzard. So maybe Overwatch will just be on Game Pass for free. That'd be nice. Who knows what they're doing, man? I have no clue. I'm so out of the loop on games. Yeah. All I know is that a lot of people hate Halo Infinite, and I'm waiting for Overwatch to come out. Oh, I know. Wasn't Halo Infinite the one that we bought and played and it was fun? Yeah, but those like they haven't added anything to it, I guess. I don't care. The game was fun to me. It stayed for a certain amount of time from a certain point of view. True, but you know what you're getting into when you buy a Halo game. I, I don't know. No. I didn't buy it. It was free. <laughs> it was free? <laughs> yeah, it's free, remember? It was one of those live service Fortnite deals. It was free. Campaign you had to pay for, but which oh. I never ended up playing the campaign. Yeah, no one wants to play that shit. <laughs> I ain't no one paying 50 bucks. for Dude. Maybe that's the future of gaming. Split the game up, and you can buy the multiplayer for 30 bucks or, play, or, or buy the campaign for 30 bucks. Dude, they say that the live service thing makes them a hell of a lot more money, obviously, which is why they do it. Live service but like I multiplayer? Just must- Live service, meaning like Fortnite, where it's free, you get the game. And then you want to buy cosmetics and upgrades and everything. You got to pay a couple bucks to get that shit. So they make more money that way by making the game uh, free. Me as a consumer, I must be in the minority because like I would rather just get the game. And then if you want to release a DLC, I would rather pay 15 bucks for the DLC and have it like come out. And get everything. On time. Yeah. Rather than have it be free. And then we have to wait a fucking year for any new piece of content. I mean, I love... I'm not going to complain about Elden Ring yet, but it is August. It's been six months. Nothing yet. Yeah, well, the Still nice... What are, you, what are you waiting for? I want some DLC, bro. Dude, the game's so fucking huge. I know. Calm. I just want to know that it's happening. Calm. I just want to know that it's coming. <sighs> I just want to know. I just want it. I just want it to be happening. I don't want it now. I just wanted to know that it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm a Star Wars fan. Don't judge me. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Game of Thrones is good. How about uh, Lord of the Rings? Uh, It's on Friday. What do you think? You excited? You going to do it? I mean, yeah. I'll I'll eventually get to it. Yeah. Not one of those uh, instant watchers, though. No, I feel feel bad. I just... You don't have to feel bad. There's a million fucking things. Right. I mean, the overlap right now is going to be difficult. I think Thrones will wrap before Cassian comes out. I hope that's the case. Jesus, if it doesn't. It's just going to be to that, Lord of the Rings, and Cassian all kind of floating around at the same time. And Bad Batch Season 2. It's like... Yeah. I don't think I can handle all that, man. I'm going to have to commit Sudoku. <laughs> is there a show about Sudoku? I would like to watch that. Samurai Sudoku. You'll get through it. Come on. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Mm-hmm. See, the issue is I bought the ex- uh, extended versions 
and I haven't of, set, uh, of Lord of the Rings, and I, I haven't sat and watched those. Dude, it's about, uh, like I said, about miniatures. It's coming to be fall. It's about that dude, time, dude. Winter is coming. Crack it open, Oktoberfest, and watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I'm excited. All back to back, dude. I chopped some wood this weekend, or this week, and I have a little, Sunday I have a, like a, a smokeless fire thing. So it's starting to cool off up here oh, quite a bit. So I'm hoping Hell this yeah. weekend we can just bust it. <laughs> you done did bust it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only thing new this week is that Rogue One is still good. <laughs> that's not so new. That's, what, that's the opposite of new. That's where we Brand are new man, news. with Star Wars. Same old, that's where we are. New news is the same old news. Shit happens. <gasps> Whoa. Dude, check this out. I left my, um, I was searching for Excite Bike. I left this up. Here's a listing on eBay. Whoa. Complete Nintendo 64 video game collection. All 296 games for 30 grand. That doesn't seem like a lot of games. 296 North American N64 games. I mean, like, yeah, it's a lot of games. But. I feel like that's a lot of games, but. 64 had what? Like a 10-year run? WrestleMania. WrestleMania 2000, WrestleMania. Dude. I mean, let's... Let me, I'm going to calculate this real quick. What's 30 grand divided by 296? It, that means he's selling each game for $101. You know you can walk into fucking a used game store and get this bullshit Superman game that no one's played <laughs> for five cents. <laughs> bullshit. It's just weighted with like the the hits like Smash Brothers and Pokemon Stadium yep. and stuff. Perfect Darks, Pokemon Snap. That's hilarious. Mission Impossible. Oh god, I remember playing that game so much. It was so hard. Do you remember ever uh, playing Rayman? I never did. I know what Rayman is, but I never played it. Yeah, it's a PlayStation One, right? Uh, I think I played it on my DS. My Nintendo. I did play Spyro. Spyro and Vector Man and. The other one was huge, was fucking huge as a kid, was Mega Man. And actually, Mega Man, I used to watch the show. They had a cartoon on Mega Man. Oh, really? Yeah. And on that, man, we're sp spiraling out of control here. The Sonic games, which I was I was high on Sonic when I was a kid. I was a Sega Genesis kid. Sonic was way up there for me. Loved, mm -hmm. loved my Mario, too. But they made two Sonic animated series. They are beyond bad. They are ridiculously <laughs> bad. Like, there's. I wonder if Sonic Kid is reviewed. Them. Dude, the I think the the first one didn't even have backgrounds. It was just characters in front of a colored screen, and they would like just. It was it was outrageous. There would be just like a plant in the background. Uh, like drawn animation or three D animation. Two mm, D. It was two D. Two D. Two D. Uh, now, now I'm going down fucking memory lane. See that one? This? That one must be the the better one. I don't know. I watched one of them. And I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> Maybe you were hella high, dude. I don't know. That could it just like I a love, normal ass cartoon. Let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> let's see. Re really bad Sonic. Series. No, just just do Sonic cartoon. Just search Sonic cartoon. I mean, kind of. That's kind of a series. No, it's not. Yeah. I don't see anything horrible. Maybe it was just like maybe I just watched like the pilot episode and it was like just like half produced. Yeah, that's usually what happens, especially back then. Yeah, 
I want to say, well, it had to be early 90s. 94, maybe. Mm. Dude, you get you get prior to like 96 or 7, and you're asking for it for terrible. It's that's early. That's very early. It's it's astounding that like Rugrats came out in like 91 or two and and it still holds up. Like, what is that? Have you ever watched Swamp Thing? No. I was obsessed with Swamp Thing when I was a kid. I watched it on YouTube, the first episode, and it's it's horrible. It's awful. Well, think of everything we watched. Everything was awful. awful. Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, Power Rangers was uh, was pretty bad. At least it was like dubbed over from a totally different country, so like it had an excuse. And I think Swamp Thing's owned by DC. But yeah, look at this. Home Gargoyles movie. was the other thing that looks like something <laughs> from Gargoyles. <laughs> I want that as a tattoo. <laughs> that guy's face. <laughs> also. He's look his neck's facing backwards, dude. He just has He's a looking behind. He him. just has a rock on his head. <laughs> There's just like a rock sitting on his head. I think that's a petrified log of shit. <laughs> that has become. It's it was it was so bad, man. Yeah. I have to look up a YouTube. I love I mean, YouTube videos where they like comment or review horrible, horrible old movies. I wonder if someone's done the Swamp Thing cartoon. Let's check it out. So bad. It's like it all takes place in like the bayou. So it's just like this guy's like a witch doctor and everyone's got like a Louisiana Cajun accent. It's it's absurd. And then yeah, homeboy just lives in the swamp, comes saves the day, and then goes back underwater. Outrageous. I was I'm (laughs) going down like 80s Avenue over here, Masters of the Universe, Thundercats, even TMNT, man. That stuff's old. They did bring back uh, He-Man. Whoa. He-Man. Jesus. That was weird. They uh, created a new He-Man for uh, Netflix. Wasn't there supposed to be a Thundercats show coming out soon? I made a bunch of stuff up a couple of episodes. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> I probably just said it. it I was wasn't high. Really true. I was high rambling. Rambling on. Don't watch Swamp Thing. It's a waste of time. Don't watch Gargoyles. That is also a waste of time. I A lot of them are. Even like the old X-Men, like I have nostalgia for, but it's like pretty bad. <laughs> That's the one thing, like, everything is going to advance. Like, you watch stuff today. We watch, like, my kid loves Bluey. Bluey's a well-written show. Like, it's fluid. It's entertaining. It's educational. Yeah. It's solid. But you go back to the shit we watch, like, I, I, (laughs) even as an adult. How are you alive, dude? How did you make it this long? How do you have any manners whatsoever? After watching this. How do you have manners? No, it and it does influence you. I remember, like when I was a kid, I was like, I want to live in the sewer and eat pizza. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I don't care about anything else. I just want to live in the well, sewer. Dream come true. I know we don't have sewers in the suburbs, really. Dream come true. But I want to move to New York and <laughs> be a homeless person and eat pizza. That's, That's what I want. What I want. I want a hockey stick and a Jason mask. I want, I want to fight crime. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> God, so... now I want to. We need to do fanboy commentary on those again we tried i think once uh, we did and then didn't we lose the files or something no we didn't get through or like it. we had to cut it short halfway through or yeah, something Yeah, i think we had to, something happened i don't know people have been asking for commentaries maybe we got to bring it back yeah huh? we'll just do commentary to game of thrones <sighs> you know that'd be a long you know how heavy process. that would be Lots of like awkward silences. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is the one where <laughs> lots of cringing. People die. Ow. I don't want it. 
Theon's getting his dick ripped off again. <laughs> again? <laughs> I feel like it happens for an entire two seasons. He's in there. <laughs> he's in there dick losing. <laughs> getting his skin ripped off and stuff. <laughs> it happens, you know. In Middle Earth, know, it does. Is that where they live? Is that considered behind the Middle Earth? No. Maybe if someone buys the rights to it and they make a multiverse below Earth, <laughs> beyond. Well, what's west of Westeros? Maybe that's where Arya went. She went over to the goddamn. No, that's where Alvin Kingdom, North Florida, is west of Westeros. <laughs> I think it's south of South Rose. <laughs> that's pretty good. You're on a roll right here. <laughs> Now that I said South Rose, I think this episode's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, hopefully uh, we watch some shit. Hopefully I, we watch. I am. I have no control over what I watch and what I don't. I have. Uh, I have five days off, so I looped it all into Labor Day. So hopefully I have some time. I'm gonna buy turtles, buying fucking turtle games. I, I don't care. I'll, I'll spend the money. I, I bought that like. $40 Contra bundle. It had like the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It was like 10 games. It had the classic one that I play all the time and then it had, you know, the other nine that I've never played. And they're fun. They're they're difficult. Mm-hmm. I uh, support that decision. Good. You got five days? Watch five shows. There you go. It's good. Five shows, five movies. Done. And I got to build a poster for Turkey Sandwich. Build a poster. <laughs> Well, you said you were chopping wood. Just start carving icons out of wood. Hammer to take pictures of (laughs) wood and liquid death. I'm gonna mash it all. Collage. A mosaic. Yeah, mosaic. Yeah. You guys gonna get it? You this if this post is not done before our next episode, we're gonna available soon. Okay. What? It's gonna be delayed (laughs) till December of 3030. But just like all good things, yeah, they always get delayed 12 months. All right, y'all. Appreciate it. Episode 311. 311. I can't believe 311 is a thing. How did we make it this far?